In a world gone mad, only rationality and common sense can save it. It's Andrew and Jerry Save the World with your hosts, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers. And now, here's Andrew and Jerry. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Andrew and Jerry Save the World, episode 70. Right now, it's entitled Andrew and Jerry Tell the Truth About the Hamas Israel War, though Jerry and I were contemplating episode 70 being Andrew and Jerry miss bench seats and cars. Good yes. morning, Jerry Rogers. Good morning. Or or what was the other? Hamas? Hamas, hospitals, and holy war. That's right. The Triple H, which isn't bad. Well, I mean, and, and let's start there because, yeah. you know, you know, in, in, in the good old days when we did have a bench seat up front and you could sit next to your girlfriend, uh, the the lines of right and wrong were clear. Right. And even though the media back in the day, you know, the the Peter Jennings uh, network or who was the White House correspondent that sparred with Reagan? Sam Donaldson. Sam Donaldson. The media was tough and liberal. But at the end of the day, uh, there were differences in politics, but they were differences in degree. Today, we just have differences in kind. Right. And, you know, we had this uh, hospital uh, tragedy uh, where the world, the AP, uh, all of these media outlets, but also these uh, uh, myriad countries all blamed uh, Israel for right. bombing, for rocketing uh, Gaza hospital. It turns out that it's more likely it was a rocket fired right. uh, from the, the the area of the hospital that uh that didn't make it and fell back down on the hospital. It the was most, the most it and was, the most fascinating part of that aspect of the story, Jerry, is that the proof of that comes from a video clip from an Al Jazeera newscast, right? Al Jazeera, obviously uh, no friend to this situation has been sure. repeating all kinds of Hamas propaganda as we would expect them to do because it is Al Jazeera. After all, Al Jazeera had this video, they were shooting film and they were invited by Hamas to come and film the start of the attack. And you see in this Al Jazeera film, a rocket, you know, going up in the air and then stopping and then falling and then an explosion where the hospital is. And then and then the IDF apparently is monitoring uh, to the extent they're able Hamas communications. communications. Yeah. And you could actually hear, you know, the Hamas fighters, terrorist saying, was that ours? Is that ours? Yes, it's ours. Yeah. It's just, and, it's, it's bizarre. And, but, and but then again, again, you forward. and I, we're doing our little podcast and we know the truth and report the truth, but the associated press gets it wrong. Well, but here's the thing, Jerry, and this is what gets me. So I watched this morning um, on CNN an interview with uh, between whoever the CNN anchor was and Congressman Seth Moulton, who's a Democrat from Massachusetts. He's on the Armed Services Committee. They're getting a classified brief this afternoon. We're recording this podcast on, on Wednesday morning. And the 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 CNN anchor, now this is CNN, right? This is not Fox. This is not MSNBC. The CNN anchor says, well, you know, Congressman, how can we be sure? Oh, I'm sorry. As the CNN anchor is introducing the Congressman, she says, well, we have this footage, we have this story, and CNN cannot independently verify which side fired this rocket or which side caused the explosion to happen. CNN, we cannot determine, even though it's really clear what's going on here. Um, and essentially, she asked this question 
to Seth Moulton, who gives, you know, which is kind of a standard. Well, I believe, you know, the president of the United States, you know, uh, that that he wouldn't lie to me, which is like, you know, thanks for nothing, Seth Moulton, for, for that. But um, uh, however, just to comment on that, Joe Biden landed in the Middle East, in Israel, and, and he said no. It was what, what? What did he say? He more or less said he said it was the other their, side. It was, it was their team, not our team. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, and, and by the way, so as we're recording this, let us let us sort of set things up for where things are, because as we just said, there was this um, there was this hospital explosion yesterday. We also don't know really how many people were killed there, but set that aside for a moment, because um, uh, Hamas is claiming Hamas is claiming that uh, five hundred people were killed. We have not been able to verify that. And and we all know that Hamas has, and I'm going to say this, has staged scenes before uh, and has used old footage before to make it look like there's more casualties than there are. Again, just, just, to, just, to, just to emphasize your point, Hamas, a week ago Saturday, sent terrorists into, into Israel right. to rape, to murder, uh, to uh, to abuse and torture and kidnap. I don't understand why anyone would take anything seriously coming from Gaza, coming from Hamas. And just one last thought, the president, there was news reports that he was going to meet with Hamas leadership, yeah. uh, Hamas leaders today, but they, Hamas, refused because of this hospital incident. I don't want my president meeting with the head of right. a jihadi group, of a terrorist group, of a group literally sending men to rape children. This is what Hamas well, is. Let's 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 be fair, Jerry. He just you know sent six billion dollars to uh, to Iran. Hamas is getting some of that money. Well, Joe, and again, the, the it, go, it goes. It wants is doing proper, Jerry. It, it just, go, you know. Right. But, it goes back. It goes back to how we started. To I'm sorry, but it, it goes back to how we started. There was a time when it didn't make a difference your party affiliation or your political preference. Uh, we all called out evil. Right. It so, seems so, to me that there are too many defenders at CNN, at the Washington Times, uh, Washington Post, the New York Times, uh, and myriad other media outlets. That are calling for a ceasefire. So, so, They're calling for a de-escalation. In other words, uh, you know, hey, Jews, make it easier for us to kill you. Right. That's so, essentially so what the media let, is saying. Let me let me set this up. So we did yeah. a, we did our show a couple of weeks ago when the big thing was Matt Gates, and we were talking about the shutdown, and we didn't know what was going to happen with the speakership, and and so that was the other things that are swirling around. Now the speaker thing is still swirling around. We may get to that later on in the show. Uh, in fact, we probably will. Um, but but. The, the two days, three days after we did our show, this horrific attack happens. Jerry and I couldn't do a show last week. He was doing radio during the week. I was doing radio during the week. So here we are today. We have this horrific attack. And in the last week, and this is a good chunk of what Jerry and I are going to talk about today. A, we have watched an insane, and I'm, I'm going to use this, I'm going to say this, I because I always put this in quotes so-called Palestinian pro-Palestinian narrative um, uh, emerge. And, and, and what Jerry and I have also noticed is a disturbing trend and the real unmasking of what, you know, the left would call anti-Zionism. And they used to try to distinguish between anti-Zionism. And for those of you who don't know, anti-Zionism means people who are against a Jewish state in Israel. Um, and, and, and let me sum it up. If you're an anti-Zionist, you're an anti-Semite. That's the point. That's Period. the point that I'm making. Is that is that you know there used to you be hate this Jews. thin veneer. You would have 
some folks on them saying, oh, I'm not an anti-Semite, I'm just an anti-Zionist. Um, and even folks in the Jewish community, well, obviously, I'm not, I'm not anti-Jewish because I'm Jewish, I, I'm just uh, an anti-Zionist. Well, no, I'm sorry. If you are a Jew and you are professing, you know, they, the New York Post just had a thing up today. Wallace Shawn uh, protesting against the evil in Gaza. Let me put it to you this way. And it's real simple and straightforward because there's this story, this horrific story out of this. No good deed goes unpunished. You know, if you're Wallace Shawn or any other Jew who is advocating and saying that uh, uh, Israel and the IDF needs to go easy on Hamas, uh, that this is horrific what uh, what Israel is doing in response to, by the way, to try to rescue uh, almost 200 hostages that are being held and to neutralize a threat which has already killed more than a thousand Israeli citizens. Um, I'm I'm sorry, you know, you are you are doing the bidding of the other side. You oh, this is my point. No good deed. Do you think for a second that simply because you and this gets into stuff we've talked about on the left before? I'm sorry, Jerry. I know I'm on a roll here. I'm a rant here. Be good. Do you think that because you have said the magic words, "Oh, I'm an anti-Zionist. Oh, I want to believe in, uh, in the, the you know the peaceful Palestinians." And let me say this again: If you're listening to me, every time I say Palestinians, Palestinians, I'm using air quotes. We'll get to the reason for that in a second. Do you think that if you were not in Israel and Hamas had you in their crosshairs, that they would not kill you just as easily as they would kill any other Jew? In Israel, no. Of course, you are you are a Jew first and foremost. Therefore, you will kill them. Well, and the only and reason it, it, why the only reason why they have not been able to engage in a slaughter on the scale of the Nazis in in and before World War II is because they simply don't have the means to do it. If they had the means to do it, they would be out there systematically killing Jews. Sorry, Jerry, go ahead. And, and but but also, I want I I just want to again clarify and emphasize it's you know. Killing a Jew almost in this context, uh, uh, if you were uh, on 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 Saturday, October seventh, if you were if you were an IDF soldier and you were killed in combat, it's almost merciful because right. what they did to the to citizens civilians, is unspeakable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to civilians, that burning babies, uh, torturing and raping children and and, and young girls. Right. Um, uh, shooting teenagers in the back as they flee, right? Uh, uh, torching cars uh, with teenagers uh, uh, trying to escape, burning them alive. This is horrendous. This is evil. This is the devil. This is terror. And I want to be very clear about this. Hamas cannot exist any longer. Right. Uh, and Gaza, right. Gaza as it has been, cannot exist anymore. You know, it just so it, it let's, cannot. Let's set the way back machine and let's talk a little bit about this so that our listeners can understand. And anybody who's joining us, I was never listened to the show before, can understand this situation. And this gets into why I use the phrase so-called Palestinians. And I put the concept of Palestinians in air quotes. It is because the concept of the Palestinian as a Muslim and as a Muslim existing in Israel and, and having its own, their own nation state is a modern concept that has no basis. Well, in it's a lie. Reality. It is an absolute lie. Right. Yes. The Muslims are the invaders. Yeah. The Muslims are the, are the, are the colonizers. Yes. You know, the, the Muslims are those, uh, uh, conducting apartheid government all of these slanders 
the apartheid state Israel, uh, the uh, the colonizers, the invaders. The again, this is upside down revisionist history. The Jews have existed in Israel for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Right. Uh, the there wasn't even a Muslim in, in walking the earth uh, until until what? Uh, the uh, what seventh century, sixth so century, like yeah, yeah, you know, like and that. and you know, here's the history the history is is uh, a history of the judges, uh, this uh, and 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 the people of Israel, and then it was uh, they, they wanted a king, so then they had King Saul and King David and King Solomon, and then the mirrored kings after, uh, then the kingdom split, uh, uh, Israel and uh, Judea, uh, and then. And then you had the conquests and the Babylonians, and the Assyrians, and and these wars and the Romans. The difference is the Jews never left. Right. In, in fact, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, right? Was Nebuchadnezzar or was it Nehemiah? No, it was Nebuchadnezzar. Nehemiah was the prophet. Yes. Nebuchadnezzar let the Jews rebuild the temple. So there has been a. The Jews are indigenous to Israel. The Jews. Uh, their their holy city and capital city has always been Jerusalem. The Muslims have no uh, historic claim on, on Jerusalem. Nehemiah was a factor to the Persian emperor Artaxerxes, who did such great service to Artaxerxes that Artaxerxes granted him his wish to go and rebuild. Right? Did I? Fortify you know, I, I said Nebuchadnezzar. I'm not, I'm not sure. When no, you said Nebuchadnezzar. They're yeah. two different. Yeah, Nebuchadnezzar. Was was one, and Nehemiah was another. Nehemiah is one of my favorite. But 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 even if I get my even even I'm getting my my Old Testament history a little wrong here. The fact of the matter is, uh, it was the Muslims. uh, Then fast forward to approaching modern times. Right. Uh, You had Jews uh, in uh, in Israel, and then you had the Muslim uh, uh, invaders in the seventh century, and they began to murder and. And to expel Jews, right? And then it was a barren land. Well, well, right. And 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 let's also not and, forget and, that that the threat at the time was right. The the what helped galvanize. I will say this: what helped galvanize the Muslim movements into you know and consolidate their power under various emperors and potentates. Yeah, the Crusades happened, right? You know, the many Crusades that happened. Um, Which, but, by the way, the Crusades were a response to Islamic. Uh, war, right? These yeah. were defensive wars, but you know, uh, so 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 the the Muslims uh, forced the Jews out. Yeah, but then the Muslims don't do anything. Uh, Israel more or less is abandoned, right? And so, then so, and then the Jews begin to return. So what happens and is they, at the same time. Hold on, let me, now let me get into the sort of the modern Jewish history here for a second, yeah. Jerry. So in the 18th and 19th centuries and into the early 20th centuries, there and and pretty much throughout post dark ages european history i mean we can talk about the issues of blood libel but what would happen is that jews would get expelled from various uh areas they would be allowed to settle generally because you had uh european monarchs who wanted to borrow money the jewish money lenders and this is not aspersions this is historic fact here in fact uh, daniel pipes writes a great deal about this uh in in his book property and freedom um, when when the the money lenders would when, when I'm sorry when the European uh, monarchs would get so in debt to the money lenders then they would expel them um, and and so there was there have always been these boom and bust cycles uh, depending on 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 how you know these 
these entities treated their Jewish uh, residents, um, but there was almost always some kind of economic decline that followed some kind of pogrom happening. Usually, sometimes it was a, a putting right. And, and so then the so, Jews, the Jews began to return to Israel. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was so, barren. But yeah. I want to I want to say this. Yeah. Then the but what, what did the Jews do? They created uh, culture and society right. and and farms, and then and then the Arabs, the Muslims were like, hey, look what the Jews did. Right. And then the Muslims came back. Yes, and then you fast forward to the the Ottoman Empire and the British Mandate. But the yeah, fact so you, of the matter is, you get to you get to post World War One, right? You have Britain sort of advancing hegemony in the area after sort of getting rid of the Ottoman Turks and uh, and other influences, and because they want to control of the oil. And so the point is, uh, in 1948, after the after the Second World War, after the Holocaust. There is a real push by Jews who want to get the hell out of Europe, um, and they just want to—they want to defend themselves and make sure that the Shoah doesn't happen again. Shoah is another word for Holocaust, for those you don't know. That the Shoah doesn't happen again, they want their own homeland, and so with international cooperation, the Israelis, the the Jews, they found the nation of Israel. Now. Anybody who lives within Israel can become an Israeli citizen and participate in the Israeli political process. This is why when Jerry talks about this issue of, of the apartheid being a myth, or more to the point, a system being created by Hamas and the Palestinians, that's what he's talking about here. That that the that Arabs living in within Israel's borders have always had the opportunity to become Israeli citizens, but they choose to not do so. They choose to live as non-citizen residents of Israel. And they they do this, and, and we can get into something that I just read yesterday that was just so stupid, um, you know, because they are so hell-bent on wanting their state and nothing less than having their own Jew-free state. And frankly, right, Jerry, I'm not, I don't think I'm overstating this here. It's not limited to West Bank and Gaza. No, it's all they Israel. want the whole it's, it's, to use it's, a Yiddish term from the river to the sea, to the they river want the to whole the Megillah. sea. They yeah, want it all, yeah. and they well, want. What, what, what are what are U.S. Uh, uh, college students chanting at universities and right. and, and colleges? Uh, From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That's that that leaves no room for Israel. Right. Well, it leaves no room for Israel, and the and the point is again, sort of uh, people try to have it both ways. Well, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that uh, uh, that uh, uh, they want to uh, they want to eliminate the Jews. Uh, they just want them out of Israel. They just want them out of Palestine. You know, they they just they they want the, they want them out. Well, no, no, no. What it means is, and again, this gets into the Hamas Charter. The Hamas Charter calls for the destruction and the death yeah. of Jews. They the, the Hamas and the Palestinians do not want to liberate Palestine. They want to conquer and destroy Israel. And what makes me crazy is. And you just, you know, we just, you know, I might have butchered a little bit of the history, but the, the fact fine. that Jerry, but the Jerry, fact you did fine. Hold on, I want to be really clear about this. You did fine. My bringing up Nehemiah was not to correct you; it was to, it was, yeah. it was to supplement. But, but the fact of the matter is, is that, is that, is the Jews have always had a presence there. Even the West Bank, you know, we're talking about a lot about Gaza. The West Bank, Nazareth, the city of Jesus, or where Jesus was born, is in the West Bank. Right, Hebron. Is in the West is in the West Bank. Jerusalem is in the West Bank. The West Bank is 
uh, Samaria and Judea. It's Israel. Yes. The West Bank is not Palestine. It's right. Israel. And here's here's the biggest mistake uh, Israel has made over the past 75 years, 78 years. How long has Israel been in existence since uh, 1948? 1948, so 75 years. So the biggest mistake has been their, their constant offering up land, Jewish land, for peace. Right. What the... What Israel should do now, after if they're not going to do it after October 7th, then it'll never be done and Israel will live in perpetual war. They need to send the Gaza citizens, civilians to Egypt. And they need to send the West Bank Palestinians to Jordan. Right. Well, and claim yeah. and claim everything for Israel. Well, that, and that's uh, it. See, here's here's the thing, right? And we, we, we I'm a Zionist. That's a, that, that's that's a Zionist position, right? The, the 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 point is, or if you're going to stay, then you will become an Israeli citizen. Yes, right. And you will be subjected to. I mean, everybody's subjected to Israeli law, but you you will become a citizen. But you cannot the, remain the, here as a, a non-citizen resident, um, whose whose goal and, and right. And now we could talk about free speech. You know something you're deep but down. But the thing is, like, but Muslims, Muslims in Israel but, have full rights of citizenship. But, but again, yeah, yeah, no. But this is my point. My my point is this: even in America, where we have great free speech rights, if you advocate for the violent overthrow of the American government, you will be prosecuted for this, right? That's that's the thing that gets me here. Is that is that you know something in the end, right? You become an Israeli citizen. And then, you know, if you engage in seditious acts, you know, something you go to jail for it. You know, and that's that, just the way you, it is. And that's not a violation you, of human rights. You, that's not a violation of civil rights. That's just the way it is. It, 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 sorry, Jerry. Now, I because this is the thing that gets me because somebody who the military expert um, who I uh, um, I've known for many, many years said something yesterday about this issue of of, you know, the Palestinians want they want a, a, a they want a they want their own nation. They want their own state. They will accept nothing less. To which I said, you know something? I want to still be 17 years old and trying to go after cheerleaders, but you know something? That ain't that ain't my that ain't my thing anymore. Well, you know, I, again, I, I'm, I'm I'm a 52 year old guy. I, I'm yeah. married, and 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 this is this is my life, and I love my life. But this is, you know, at some point in time, you gotta you gotta wake up and realize. Right. Well, uh, unfortunately, the 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 United States, uh, uh, Great Britain, the European powers. And also the political establishment in Israel uh, still believe in a two-state solution. Well, and that was I, I think you know, this I think this... the Palestinian Muslims and Arabs need to go back to where they're from. And I want to be clear about this: they're not from Palestine. Gaza, Gaza for decades was a not a protectorate, but it was a it was a a, a zone that Egypt governed. You know, and even now, you know, the uh, the, the so-called, you know, Egypt, uh, I'm sorry, Israel is is blockading uh, Gaza, causing all this problem. There's no water, electricity, there's food or medicine. Well, number one, the reason why it's blockaded is because of the Hamas's war against Israel. But also Egypt is blockading uh, right. uh, uh, Gaza, number one. Number two, ask yourself the question, in, in goodness name, why can't Gaza produce its own water. Right. It, it sits on. Uh, we talked about this the other day. Yeah, you and I yeah, off, off mic. Yeah. It sits on this 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 reservoir. Oh, it, ha sure. it has access to water. The problem is is that the infrastructure aid, the humanity, the the, uh, the the humanity aid uh, that went to uh, Gaza 
uh, the piping and the infrastructure uh, mechanisms uh, the Hamas stole to use for weapons. Right. And so that 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 reservoir of water has been polluted. Let me. Hamas there, did this. Let me. Can we just turn? I want to turn back a second to this this thing about the two state solution and the problem of intellectualism. And I'm not an anti-intellectual person. But this is the problem of progressive intellectualism that has no basis in reality, trying to invent its own surreality. And I will tell you something. Listen, you know, as someone who was born Jewish, raised culturally Jewish, uh, went to a high school that was largely, you know, populated by let me let me explain this was largely populated by Jews. Ethical humanism. um, I went to an ethical humanist high school, the Society of Ethical Culture, ethical humanism was uh was a movement established by a guy Are you familiar with ethical humanism at all jerry i am okay so it was founded by a guy named felix adler and felix adler's father i believe was the chief rabbi at temple bethel which is the big temple on the upper east side of new york big temple on on the upper east side and adler and other younger jews of his generation they wanted to assimilate more into society now Jews at that point in America were starting to get assimilated, but they were still shut out of many institutions at the time. So Felix Adler started ethical humanism as a movement that sort of rejected the idea of, of it was essentially faith without faith in the same way that Unitarian Universalism is yeah. faith without faith, right? There's no core belief in Unitarian Universalism. I've known folks who've sort of bridged the gap between universalism and uh, and uh, ethical humanism. Um, and, and so the idea is to go down this road of trying to grapple with these issues and be culturally Jewish without being religiously Jewish. And so you have these ethical humanist, culturally Jewish Jews who are, who want to be good to everybody. They want to uh, they they want to um, they, they they just want to they want to uh, they don't want to be harmed. So therefore, they think that if they don't harm others or, or they don't put up a defense or they're accommodating, then, they're, then they will do right in the world. Pragmatic. And There's a, they, they, they believe in pragmatism. Right. Uh, you know, uh, the, um, uh, and, and, and ethics or morals are based upon reason. Yes. If we could just be reason, we can reason with each other. A reasonability, and, yeah. Jerry, because there's a difference between yes. reason and reasonability, right? Because right. you and I, are grounded of course the phone's ringing but you but here's the thing but, but, how 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 does an ethical humanist reason with hamas it's impossible well that's exactly it they th this gets into this woman who was killed uh over over the weekend or in that in that raid a little over a week ago right someone who had settled on the border with gaza because they wanted to try to find some accommodating solution for the gazan palestinians um, and and the when the Gazans attacked her and her husband, of course, they weren't armed because these are people who don't believe in arms. They had a safe house, Jerry, or a safe room in their house that they went to, which essentially is the 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 cage, the oven in which your enemies are going to kill and cook you in. Yeah, um, that's that's where that's that's what they what they what they had. So they were trying to be reasonable. But what they were saying wasn't rooted in reason. You see what I'm saying in terms of the difference? Of course. It, it gets into what my dad has said, and I've, I've said this many times on the show. I say the most well-intentioned policies eventually bump up against a very real reality, right? There's a an intention here. Uh, we have the intention of do good and being nice to other people. And as my dad then says, there are many roads to utopia. All must traverse the surface of the earth. 
And, and so the reality here is that there are people who hate you and they will kill you. And it doesn't matter how reasonable you are, how nice you are to them. They will gun you down. Nevertheless, they will behead your babies. Nevertheless, rape your daughter in front yep. of you, rape yep. your wife in front of you. That's what they did. Look, this is evil. Yeah. Uh, and it, again, it it, it 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 makes me sick to hear uh, Jake Tapper uh, talking with uh, Jake Sullivan. Uh, Tapper, yeah. of course, is a CNN anchor. Sullivan, Jake Sullivan, is the um, the former uh, senior uh, national security. Yeah, to, right. He's a national Democrats. security advisor to Joe Biden, yeah. and and you know Tapper does the whole look. What Hamas did is evil. I'm not going to defend it. But literally, he says, yeah. but uh, what Israel is doing in Gaza isn't that also a tragedy? No. Right. You, you cannot you cannot attack, murder, rape, burn, uh, destroy, torture. And then when you seek justice, call justice uh, uh, and say no, no justice. Uh, I pray in the morning with my kids on the way to school. We pray for lots of things together. What we've been praying uh, since October 7th is uh, peace in Israel, but victory in Israel. Yeah. And if if we want justice uh, and, and we want um, uh, morality and ethics, Hamas has to be destroyed. And listen to me. It's not just Hamas fighters. The Palestinian, so-called Palestinian people are guilty as well because they chose Hamas. This is the problem with nation building and with George W. Bush's uh, strategies in Iraq and Afghanistan. If we could only give them democracy. Well, you give them democracy and then they vote for Hitler. Yeah. And then and then and then they vote for Hitler. And you wonder why you have Nazi policies. The fact of the matter is, is that you cannot negotiate, you cannot reason uh, with Hamas or these Palestinians. You have to either remove them or kill them. And, and, and I know there are innocents, but the fact is, is that Egypt should take in the innocents. Jordan should take in the in innocents. Syria, there are how many Arab in the Arab League? How many Arab Muslim states? Right. Well, there are well, there there are there are seventeen countries in the Middle East, the so-called Middle East. But and that's not even counting North Africa. You're you're and you're right, Jerry. Right, because there's the entire northern coast of Africa that is entirely Muslim. And oh, by the way, many of these nations are very wealthy and can easily take people in and right. give them jobs. You know, Bahrain, the UAE. Uh, Saudi Arabia, um, um, you know, any of these nations should be should be taking people in. But be, let me let me just I want to I want to join on something for a second because we we haven't really touched on the anti-Semitism here in America and where it has come from because we what, didn't wake. I up called you yesterday. What did yes. I say to you? I oh. said, oh, you know, I look. I've always said that systemic racism existed in America. Yes, uh, for decades and centuries. Uh, you know, the Jim Crow uh, South uh, and, and the marriage laws and the uh, separate but equal and all the rest of that horrific systemic racism. However, you know, you know, since the 60s and 70s and 80s uh, and, 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 and the 90s, we have eradicated systemic racism in America. Right. It doesn't exist. Systemic racism doesn't exist. It, it exists insofar as uh, if you are if you are a white male, 
uh, <laughs> you're not getting into Harvard. If right. you're a, if, if you're a white male working class kid, the son of a police officer, there's no chance you'll go to the Ivy League in the, yeah. in this country any longer. But besides, I was I was hey I was uh, I was I'm not sure uh, of an alternative sexuality, Jerry. But I had a right. I had an epiphany yesterday uh, because I was listening to the news and I thought to myself, oh my god. And I, I, I'm not thinking your Lord. I'm not thinking your name in vain, Lord. Um, there is systemic racism, except it's anti-Jewish. Yeah, our media and- is systemically racist, anti-Semite, anti-Semitic. And and this has been it. It has for many years the underpinning of anti-Semitism. Our universities are systemically it, it, anti-Jewish. It was, it was simmering. It was simmering under. And and again, you could couch the anti-Semitism. Many folks would couch their anti-Semitism and say, "I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm just anti-Zionist. I believe." That or, or I mean, let's be honest. They would say, "Take um, uh, Congresswoman uh, Oman." Yeah, Ilan Ilan Omar. O- Omar, I'm sorry. Yeah, or and Rashida Tlaib, uh, either one. Tlaib, AOC, Presley, Priestley. You know who yes. they are, uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 Jamal Bauman. Alana Presley. Yeah, there there are a host of Democrats who are, are essentially saying, and, and I'm not, I, I'm going to exaggerate to make a point, but it's not, it's not a great exaggeration. They they essentially say, you know, uh, I I I really am, uh, my heart is broken over the uh, death of these innocent Jews, but we really have to kill more Jews to have peace in the Middle East. Yes. What? Yeah. There, I mean, it, it, it's insane. But it, it, so so my my point is is that is it stretching your memory back and this gets into everything that is wrong sort of with the secular progressive left and the inculcation the infiltration of our higher education institutions where you know the, the it, it starts off very subtle sort of raising the question about Palestinians oh and and by the way I want to get into the sort of go further back in terms of the grift because you and I spent a lot of time in the last show talking about grifters and the grifter class. We've spent a lot yeah. of time talking about this because that plays into all of this as well. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it used to be that, um, that uh, um, you know, they, they would talk about Palestine and the Zionism issues and they could re-educate kids that way, starting very slowly back then. But Jerry, getting into what you're talking about in terms of the systemic racism issue, and this came to a head, again, Back at my high school, you can go look this up. New York Times did a big story on this because to the radical folks in the so-called anti-racism movement, Jews are no different than other white people because Jews oh, can hide. If I had their... a if I had a dinger, I would ding it. Jews you can... just said you just said it. Yeah, Jews God, can I, hide yeah. in their whiteness. Listen, and... I I said this on my radio show. Yeah. And I uh, on WBAL, and I got some pushback from callers and anti anti Semitic uh, 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 people who called in. The reason why the left, the media, the universities, you know, look, the Harvard uh, president of Harvard uh, issues a statement and really just messed up. Then issued a second statement on these protests at Harvard, these pro Palestinian, anti Jewish, kill the Jew protests. Uh, Try to a second time failed third time she makes this a statement and she says that they're not going to uh we we condemn the violence 
against Israelis, but we're not going to stifle free speech and expression. Okay, fine. Except you do stifle free speech and, exp- right. and, 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 and ex- expression uh, when it is a, a Christian leader or a conservative leader wanting to speak out. Uh, you want your safe place. You want censorship. You want to, uh, you know, you want to crack down on free speech. Again, but here's the here's why Harvard can do this and why the media can do this. And you just said it. This is the most brilliant thing of our program today. It's because everything the left does is race. Yes. And or identity politics. And so that's why you have Black Lives Matter, the media, the Democratic Party, progressives, the socialist, Democrat, uh, Democratic socialist. This is why you have professors in academia. Uh, This is why you have this this hatred for Jews. Because at the end of the day, they're white. Yes. Jews are white. Yes. And and Hamas, they're people of color. Yes. That's what it comes to. That, that is how base and how racist the left, the progressive ideology is. And 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 let me just let me just say that this is not without proof. So go back. I urge you all, if you're doubting the story, go back and and, and Google New York Times articles on this. Fieldston, F-I-E-L-D-S-T-O-N, Fieldston, Fieldston School and racial affinity groups, and you could probably Google some version of the phrase hide among their whiteness. So Fieldston was trying to re-educate not just kids, but parents, Jerry. There was a mandate that that not only did these kids have to have these racial affinity sensitivity meetings, but parents were going to have to go this. If you send your kids, to, and I don't think it ever went, I don't know if how far it went, but the, at least the proposal was if you sent your kids to these schools, you as a parent were required to attend these training sessions on race. And so they were dividing kids. I mean, I, I thought we as an American society, Jerry, were beyond the idea of dividing people into groups based upon their race. But Listen, let, 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 let's just be honest. Um, Nazism, national socialism is alive and well. Yeah. It exists in but, Gaza. It exists at Harvard. It exists at CNN. It exists. Look, Andrew. After uh, the George Lloyd, what was it? The, George the, Floyd. Floyd. I'm sorry. How how, how I can mis, mis say, mispronounce his name after after the the wreckage uh, uh, post his death, but um, you had every CEO, every media. Every Hollywood star uh, condemning the George Floyd, Floyd incident. Never mind the fact that, I, you know what, I'll say this. Never mind the fact that he was high on drugs. Never mind the fact that he had a violent criminal history. Never mind the fact that he tried to pass counterfeit money and steal. You know, all that, you know, his the fact that he was a criminal, we, we, we conveniently forgot that. And we allowed our nation to burn for an entire summer. Yeah. And I raised this because Floyd, uh, he was on the lips of every CEO, yeah. of every of every important person in America condemned. Where are the CEOs today condemning what happened October 7th in Israel? Right. Where, 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 where are the, uh, there's complete silence. Where is corporate America today uh, saying that, uh, you know, uh, if, if, if you're pro Hamas, if you, if you if you if you celebrate the death of Israeli infants, you know what? I, I, man, we think that's wrong. Yes. Yes. No. But but a but a criminal dies. And again, and, and I understand that that uh, the uh, the the knee on the neck and the and the procedures there. OK, but 
the nation burned for months after that. Right. And Black Lives Matter received tens of millions of dollars from corporate interest and corporate. Which, which yeah. by the way, they sent to Palestine. Go ahead. Or sent yeah, to right. I mean, I, I, I hope at the very least, we, this is what happened on October 7th, the human cost. But I hope it's also an awakening for, for reasonable people to look and say Black Lives Matter is a is a terrorist organization is a yes. is an evil is organization a supporter of terrorism to say the least yes i mean i, I mean you, know. you saw you saw what black lives matter did uh, in terms of the hang gliders yeah. right oh, yeah. they, they were celebrating black lives matter literally yeah. was sending out memes on social media celebrating the uh the hamas terrorist who hang glided into a music festival and raped and murdered children right and teenagers yes. That's Black Lives Matter. But yeah. then again, how do you separate Black Lives Matter uh, from the uh, from the rest of the uh, intersectionality movement, you know, from the transgendered movement, from the progressive movement, from uh, from critical race theory, from queer theory? It's all the same. Right. And this is this is the thing. And, and, and I know. Listen, I would hope I would hope <laughs> that within the leftist movement um that the pro israel side would be educating you know the other spokes you know in the wheel of intersectionality you know the lgbtqia and and this and that and the other thing so that maybe they would say hey maybe just maybe if you are a queer organization you don't come up with a march that says queers for palestine because maybe just maybe um, you should recognize that if you were there, you know, and I've seen this, I've seen folks pushing back on, oh, no, I was a gay person and I was in Gaza and I was treated like royalty. You know, something you're, you're a liar. If Hamas found out that you you're, were there but, but, I mean, and look, you're an American look, gay person. You would be you would be kidnapped. It's and not just Hamas. Yeah. If you're a gay person in Iran, they literally hang you in the public square yes. and leave your body. I mean, I was right. talking I was talking to my 13 year old. Um, and, uh, because we, we've been talking about Israel in, in, in my house, you know, to our listeners, uh, if you're, if you have children, don't let them learn about this war or about Sam. the Israeli history, uh, from the TV or from their history teachers, you teach them. You know, uh, and, and so I've been doing that. Yeah. And my 13 year old said to me, you know, we were driving to school and she said, dad, I don't get it. I'm like, what don't you get, sweetheart? If you're a gay person in Iran, and Iran, dad, is backing Hamas, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, thank you. You can make that connection, but the president of the United States has yet to make yeah. that connection. Think about that for a second. The president, we're now, we're now days, days, and days after this uh, uh, terrorist attack in Israel on October 7th, and the president still hasn't uttered the word Iran. Yeah. Okay? My daughter did. Yeah. 13 years old. Anyway, she said, in Iran, if you're, if you're gay... Uh, they 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 kill you in in public. I said I know, and she said, I don't understand how how are these you know and you know she used the word liberal. I I I, I think there are I think the progressive movement and the and and liberal and and good liberals have separated. But she said, how do these liberals support Hamas? You know what, thirteen year old girl, you have more wisdom in that question than Jake Tapper does on CNN. Never it never ends. Um, in terms of the being able to teach because 
you know, I, I will say this, I got a phone call. I don't, uh, I don't talk much about my kids uh, uh, these days. Um, you know, my younger one is a, a sophomore in college uh, called me a week ago, Monday and said, Hey dad, can you take me to lunch? And she wanted to talk about what was happening in, in Israel and, and understand, uh, you know, I'm not going to go down this road and get more personal about this. I mean, it's, it's, um, but what if you're a, a, a kid on a college campus uh, at Harvard at any number? I mean, there, there there are dozens and dozens and dozens of schools, elite universities, George Mason. I mean, you name the school and they have had uh, they have had protests. But it's worse than that. Uh, they are targeting Jews. They are targeting right. supporters of Israel. There's violence. They're not reporting it. There are there are there are children on college campuses are being attacked physically by pro, by so-called uh, 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 peace protesters, pro-Palestinian protesters. Being attacked physically and also being made to feel ostracized by yeah. professors, by members of the faculty yeah. who are actively cheerleading what it, what the what the what the what Hamas is doing. That's the thing that gets me, right? I mean it, it's and we've now seen the videos. Uh, I posted I put one up last week and 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 talked about on the air last week of something that happened in in England and you, you there's an expectation right and i'm going to say this again given the 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 havoc that muslim refugees have wreaked on every nation in europe in well, the last 15 years and they've wreaked and let, havoc on and them. again this isn't for this show andrew but just let's do a teaser for a show down the line uh immigration policy has a real impact on our culture Right. And, and and again, just 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 I want to emphasize this in America, we are not bound by race or by creed or or, or, or religion, uh, 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 blood. Uh, uh, we are bound by our shared values. Right. And what's happening is and is is that both administrations, uh, both parties for different reasons have allowed uh, massive waves of immigration uh, with no assimilation. Yes. And so essentially what's happening in America is the same thing that, that, that is now happening in London and is happening in Paris. You have two nations. So you have, you, you have two people groups, but, but you have you, but it's not, but you can, we can talk about the immigration issue, but it's also, you know, when you've torn at the shared values of who we are as a people yeah, and you populate a, a the, the institutions that are supposed to be teaching are more intellectual young people, right? That's presumably, you know, the people who are in college. And you have students who are who are essentially being encouraged. Now, I don't have any video that says that students are being encouraged to tear down flyers. They're, they're, they're kidnapping. They're, Hold on, Jerry. Yeah. They're, they, but, but certainly they have professors who are tacitly encouraging them. They are emulating what they are being taught. So when you have a professor on a campus who is actively cheering Hamas for their attack at a music festival. And again, as we've said, we're going to say it a month number of times, the rape of young women, they the murder they, of babies. They, they hang glided in yes. and they took 16-year-old girls and raped them right. and then killed them. Right. And 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 so the point is, when you have that, it's then not a great leap where you then start seeing students on American campus, on American campuses, ripping down flyers that that discuss the victims of kidnapping people still being head by held by terrorists in, in Gaza. And, and that's, I mean, that's where we are in America in 2023. 
where where it is acceptable, right? And I say it's acceptable because students that are ripping down uh, these posters, encouraging that these posters to talk about kidnapping, they're not being punished and they are being encouraged by faculty members. They're getting extra credit in courses, Andrew. Oh, that I did. Yes, there are reports that there are professors, news reports uh, from center-right venues saying with evidence about uh, university professors giving extra credit for students to show to show up at these uh, pro Hamas rallies. It's amazing. Listen, we, here's, we, we, I mean, you know, here's what I'm going to do. I am not going to let anyone in my presence say something uh, that is wrong about Israel ever again. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I am if I am at a uh, my kid's soccer game or football game and I hear someone say, well, the the uh, the Israeli apartheid state, I am going to stop what I'm doing, walk over and say that's a anti-Semitic lie. Yeah, uh, it's Hamas. Listen, you know, it's Jerry- Hamas that is that is that, it's Hamas who teaches young children to hate Jews. Right. It is Hamas that steals water and energy and resources and medicine from its own people. Oh, and let's be really clear, by the way, Jerry and I have not, you, the one thing you have not heard us say, now we have talked about wanting to destroy Hamas. We've talked about, you know, uh, uh, having Palestinians leave or assimilate, right? Right. But we have not said that we hate Arabs or Muslims. We have not said we want to harm or kill Muslims generally. So that you know, it, it is it is a, a core principle here, but the other side is the one that is teaching their kids that that Jews need to be killed and destroyed. We need to live in a a Jew free world. Yeah. yeah, and our media again. Every time you hear uh, someone at the Washington Post or CNN say uh, "ceasefire now," "deescalate no, now," Jerry, those those they, they they are worse than accommodators. I want to. Sorry, they're worse than a comment, but I want to I want to underscore something here because this is a conversation I wanted to have with you on the air last week when you gracefully uh, uh, graciously came on my show and gracefully came on my show. Um, that there are two right when you talk about an apartheid state, obviously South Africa comes to mind, and when you talk about the struggles against, and the and the American South under under Democratic governors, okay, but yeah. but let's talk about I want to talk about 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 South Africa, and I want to talk about Northern Ireland and 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 how they are distinctly and importantly and materially different than this situation. In South Africa, you had two separate European countries. Um, you had uh, the Dutch and you had the British that colonized South Africa, and they created an environment in which Blacks, regardless of their allegiance, could not participate in that society. It was quite literally living separately and living as a servant class, but they had no ability to participate in the political process. That's not the case in Israel with 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 Arabs and even so-called Palestinians. You know, about 10% of the Israeli parliament is Arab. And, and people who, if you are a Muslim and you want to live in Israel and you want to become an Israeli citizen, you are welcome with open arms and you are allowed to participate uh, in their political process freely and openly. And, and so, you know, and, oh, and by the way, again, as Jerry and I have pointed out, it's not like what happened in South Africa where you had Britain and, and Holland or, or the Netherlands, the Dutch 
colonizing South Africa and essentially displacing the indigenous population. Um, I would also dare say that it is a different struggle than Ireland and Northern Ireland, uh, again, because... Sorry, go ahead, Jerry. No, again, and I I mentioned to you this week that I've heard Irish Irish members of parliament, and I'm ashamed of what they're saying. It is uh, is as if they have... um, taken the Hamas pill and are are the vitriol and the but the vitriol based upon wrong information and revisionist history listen uh about 20 percent of of Israel the state of Israel citizens are Arab yes and they participate in every part of Israeli society they can run for off I mean there's no there is no separation right the the Irish, uh, in Ireland proper, but in Northern Ireland, in Northern Ireland in particular, for generations, uh, their language was taken away. Right. Uh, they were prohibited from uh, holding public office. They weren't allowed to run for office if you're right. Irish. Um, in Ireland, you couldn't run for office because yeah. the Brit- the British said you couldn't. You could not. You could not have your language. You could not have your schools. Uh, the priests were outlawed. You could not practice your religion. Right. Uh, you had to live separately. I mean, it got it got to the point where in the 1850s, uh, the, the the English took all of the crops from Ireland as tax, and then left Ireland with a blighted potato famine. The famine was genocide. It was yeah. a, it was an, 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 it was a genocide. It was a planned genocide. My point is is that that's apartheid. Right. What the Irish experienced, what the uh, uh, black South Africans experienced is true apartheid. Right. It is nothing. It is it is nothing like what happens and is happening in Israel. It is, it is such, it's, it's such thing, and every Gary. Irish. I'm sorry, but every Irish person who is pro-Palestinian is dishonoring the memory of of those who who dealt with persecution and apartheid in even Amon de Valera they're dishonoring i mean they are it's it's, yeah. it's dishonorable how, how else and dishonor used to mean something right you know honor that was you know my my do- one of my, my other daughter uh, another one of my daughters was inst- was inducted into the into the um national honor uh, society national honor society and the uh, uh and the young lady who gave the uh, gave a talk talked about honor and what it means to honor someone. And I thought to myself, wow, honor is a word we don't use any longer. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this whole debate uh, around October 7th, we're seeing that people are dishonorable. Yeah. People are shameful. And it's, it, it, those things should matter. But- well, or they're, or, they're, or they're patently ignorant. And the folks who should be educating them are not. And that's a problem. Hey, listen, I I'll let, can we turn gear to switch gears for a minute? Cause we we've been, we've been going for about an hour and, and we got to talk about this, uh, the, the speaker's race and, and, and where things stand there. We had the first ballot yesterday. Uh, I am starting to hear rumblings about Patrick Henry, Jerry. Well, here you and I have been talking about Patrick McHenry yeah. for, for a week or two weeks yes. now. Um, listen, if I were Jim Jordan, he fell 20 shorts uh, shy of the uh, gavel yesterday. I would just say, screw it. Yeah. I mean, I'd just drop out. I mean, that's it. I'm not, I'm not going through. And the, the thing is, the, the what I hear from the Hill uh, is that this is all about, well, McCarthy had to go through 15 votes. So, we're, yeah, uh, 
Jordan's going to be the speaker, but we're going to make him go through a bunch of votes as well. It's just petty. Well, it's also, but it's also, I mean, they, they want to extract every ounce of conditions that they can from the situation. Yeah. And it, 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 Jim Jordan should just drop out. It, Every, it, everyone, everyone, everyone should just refuse to run. And then I think what happens is you have to have a, a, a you know, a, 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 you need to change the rules and the speaker pro tem actually has power. Yeah. And, and so they become the de facto speaker. Yeah. Here's a funny thing, right? The I mean, accidental speaker. I, I'm still looking think about this. to the accidental speaker. Well, yeah. But you think about this and you think about, you know, I sort of, I look at, I look at British history and there are periods of, of, you know, British history where their parliamentary system uh, went through. And I'm, I, I know Jerry and I disagree about whether or not this is chaos uh, you know, went through periods of chaos or uncertainty. If you want, want to use the the uh, the C word, or as one of our listeners, Jerry, wrote it in, is spelled it with a K K A O S, like the uh, like the evil organization in Get Smart. I I, yeah. I had a nice chuckle about that. Um, but the reality is, in the end, that uh, um, you you get the business of of the hill going at some point in time. At some point in time, you gotta you gotta get things moving again. Listen. I don't think it's chaos. I'd rather have a party or a political organization that is arguing and fighting. I would hope they're fighting and arguing over policy and ideas. The Democrats are just, and this is why they're better at politics. They, they, they just, they lockstep. Right. They, they're, they're, they're like the, the good, you know, the good fascist. You know, everyone just follows the leader. Well, I mean, that's the, and that so. Is the, I, that so, is what's the, worse? You know, that's the relative. What's worse? That's the relative benefit of collectivism, right? Over, but over, but again, but to my to all my friends on the right who are like, oh, there's chaos in the house. Oh, the Republicans can't shoot straight; they're shooting each other. Circular firing squad. Oh, would you rather just everyone in lockstep just do what the leader says? No, 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 no. Would I rather? I, I'll because I'll, I'll I'll put this position out there, Jerry. No, it's not that I want them to do everything that the leader says. What I want them to do is behave like adults and and oh. actually have a conversation that is substantive, talk about it like adults, come to some kind of decision, and then move forward with I it. I agree, but but that's again, the, that's the, and order, maybe but, hold on, Jerry, yeah. and maybe I'm expecting too much, especially but, but, when you have here. members of the caucus but, giving handies while watching Beetlejuice. I know it's ridiculous. You know, I, yes, you know, I know. It, it, it's, it, you know, maybe, maybe I'm expecting too much of that party, but it but, does this. Um, but, here, but here's the thing. If, if we want adult behavior, someone has to model it. Someone has to, right. 100%, and, 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 but, he, but here's the thing. And so therefore McCarthy did the right thing and said, I'm not going to run again. This right. is nonsense. Uh, uh, Scalise should say, I'm but, done. But see, okay, uh, Jordan. But you know, here's my thing: if the grown-ups all say I'm not going to participate in this any longer, then 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 adult behavior will 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 have to carry the day. I'm not so sure. See, this is the thing, Jerry. I think up until ten years ago, yeah, eight years ago, you would have been correct, right? Up until then, somebody would have learned this situation. But this is the problem with the era in which virality rules yeah that's the problem is that is it so long as these people can draw attention to themselves well i i i agree on you and yeah. i weren't on last week right because we've mentioned her on the podcast before you you were on on thursday and for tj i was in for um uh larry last last wednesday 
you know, this the 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 Nancy Mace situation is a prime example of this. Now, right? I I you know, Nancy Mace has a legitimate beef with Kevin McCarthy, right? You're you're a member of Congress, you got a legitimate beef with the speaker, you join with seven other Republicans and a couple of hundred Democrats. Let that sink right. in there for a yeah, second. Yeah. And you say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna remove Kevin McCarthy as speaker. You've made a decision, presumably because you have some um uh some uh principled position that you're following and this is your object lesson based upon that principle fine then you take your lumps you know but you, you don't turn around and say okay well i'm getting all kinds of negative attention or maybe i'm not getting enough attention so i'm going to show up in the hallways of congress with a white t-shirt tight white tight white t-shirt you know under yeah. which i've painted a big scarlet a and make some claim that i'm being unfairly maligned for the decision that i've made you know, that's not the way it's, it's supposed to work. And, and you know, one of the things that I talked about on the air last week is somebody else brought this up. I'm stealing it from, I don't remember who, but this is where, you know, it gets into the adults. Part of the problem, Jerry, is you've got young people who don't know, I'm going to use the phrase, who don't know jack shit, who are populating the hill and making decisions. All they know is how you turn something viral. Up until a couple of years ago, if you were a member of Congress, your comms director would have looked at you and said, are you crazy? Don't do this. This is a bad idea. Are you are you crazy? Uh, a Congresswoman Bobert, you're a just divorced woman. Um, you can go out on dates with people, but how about you dress a little bit more modestly? Maybe you don't go see Beetlejuice. Maybe you don't go see Beetlejuice the musical with a Democratic donor bar owner. And maybe just maybe you don't vape and 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 give him uh, manual favors while sitting in your chair in the middle of, of the public. I no, really, I, right. I digress. The real issue is no, but, 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 but again, but, but, but again, but that's why, but that's why, you know, the, 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 we keep on using this term, the adults in the room, uh, but, but those who are, you know, the serious men and women in the Republican caucus and there, and there are serious men. There and women, are. Yes. They ought to just say, we're done with this. We're done. But Jerry, and, they're uh, rhinos, Jerry. They're rhinos. But, but not, and then I wouldn't even participate anymore. I would not show up for a roll call vote for speaker uh, if if the votes weren't there. And I would say, you know what? I'm going to go home and be with my family, my constituents until some you guys figure this out, which is why I think ultimately what's going to happen is I think Patrick McHenry, Congressman McHenry, is going to become the accidental speaker. But however, this is a much deeper problem in our culture. Agreed. You know, uh, our public schools are indoctrinating our children into uh, all kinds of. Uh, uh, religious philosophies, transgenderism, uh, uh, critical race theory, queer theory. Uh, America is this no good, rotten, uh, uh, racist uh, organization or, or, or based upon race. Uh, look, we why why do we send our kids to public schools? A- again, we 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 are purposefully sending our children to be indoctrinated in false religions. Yeah, it's it's. And we do it. Uh, and, and you know, universities, you know, I've told my kids, you know, my older girls went to Catholic University. We chose Catholic because we knew that they would encounter liberals and conservatives, uh, religious, non-religious. They would get the uh, they would it would they would run the gamut ideologically. Uh, but that's not true. at Most universities any longer. Right. You know, so again, so why are we sending our children to Harvard? Like it, it, again, I, I I I don't understand why we know it, it it's gets, bad, listen, it gets but we still we still engage it. For if you didn't want to go to Chicago, you shouldn't have gotten on this train. 
you know, right. you, you, Look, you get, and, and, you, and, and, and to those, you know, and again, I, and I do make these connections, but you know, I, I'm just, you know, as we're sitting here, you know, I got the Twitter feed is, is going and, you know, all these ideologies, these gender and identity uh, ideologies and, and, and being pro Hamas and, and they're all connected. hundred uh, percent. Well, it's the um, nature of intersectionality, Jerry. Uh, Israelis, I'm going to read this. Israelis are pigs, savages, very bad people, irredeemable excrement. Uh, may they all rot in hell. This comes from a leftist trans activist and professor at the School of Art in Chicago, the the, uh, the right. School of Art Institute in Chicago. Now, Jerry, it's one tweet. It's not one tweet. You look at the trans movement. Uh, they 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 are cheering the death of Israelis. Look at the Listen, Black Lives I Matter movement, first, cheering the deaths of. I had of, my first legit bot troll, I, and I don't know if it's a real person or or a bot itself. But I had I my my first like legit anti-Semitic troll showed up in my feed, courtesy of Dan Gaynor, by the way. I guess Dan. And he responded to something and this guy popped in and, and it was, it was really interesting. And I, I called him out on being, on being a bot, you know, clearly a Hamas mouthpiece. I will tell you something else disturbing, Jerry. Uh, yeah. My movie producer troll. Uh, yeah. I'm very freaked out by this. I'll say this liked two of my posts in the last, in the last like 36 hours. Well, look, look, you know, it's really it, scary to me. This would be and, clearly, and, maybe and, I'm doing something wrong here. Look, there was once a time, you know, uh, 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 what was it? Uh, uh, who was the uh, reporter that sparred with Reagan? Uh, Sam Donaldson. So Sam Donaldson asked Ronald Reagan, famous Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, uh, you blame the Democrats for this and the Democrats for that and the Democrats for this other thing, sir. Don't you, don't you have some blame here? And Reagan, without missing a beat, says, yeah, "Sam, I do. Uh, I was once a Democrat." Yeah. <laughs> and I think that um, I think that the, speaking the truth consistently with humor, with with grace uh, is the only way to push back on these on 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 the, on the evil that we're facing. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is that good people have to speak up and good people have to now is you know, the time. Yeah, it's never been more important than it is now to speak out. You know, we, we go through this and we thought we've said. You know, and for many years it was a true. Never, it was true. Never again can what happened in yeah. Europe in the in from the mid thirties to and the mid forties. Never can that happen yeah. again. Ask um, your children when they come home from school. Actually, what did you What did you learn today? All in have class? a homework assignment. So Hannah Arendt uh, wrote about the banality of email. Oh, God, Lord, did I really just say that? The banality of email. You did. You wrote about the banality of evil. That evil, yes, can you know, has the form of people who paraglide into a music festival and kill and rape kids. That's clearly evil, but it's also the callous disregard for your fellow humans. And I, and I, um, I urge everybody, Jerry, you still have HBO, right? I do. Did you ever watch the movie, uh, conspiracy? Oh, sure. With, uh, not, not the, not the Mel Gibson movie. Oh, <laughs> well that's the name conspiracy that's the movie no, it was conspiracy theory oh that was julia roberts and yes. and, and mel gibson yeah is this is this about the um uh the the the, the Mossad agents 
No, no, that's a good one too. No, conspiracy is like a mini. Play. I like that I say that by the way, and you know exactly what movie yes, I'm thinking yes, of. Yes, that's uh, you're, you're, Watson, the one, you're thinking. You're thinking of um, of uh, it's the Steven Spielberg movie, and it's got Eric Bana, and it yes. is called Munich. No, I was thinking of another movie uh, with uh, Jessica. Is it Chasen? Ch- uh, the actress Jessica Chastain. Yes, Zero where, Dark Thirty. Where no, where. The movie, the the premise of the movie is is that they're older. These older. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, Jewish. That one I think it, may have been called Mossad. Okay, that's a great yeah. movie. Oh, so and then there's also the the house on Garibaldi Street and whatever the older one, which is about the 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 capture of Eichmann. No, conspiracy. Right, so so yeah, what, what movie are you talking about? Conspiracy came out in the late '90s, I think, maybe mid '90s. It stars Kenneth Branagh, and it's got a great cast. It's it's um. So in the uh, early 1940s, there was a meeting held in a suburb of Berlin called Wannsee, W-A-N-S-E-E, the Wannsee Conference. And in the space of about four hours, uh, Reinhard Heydrich and Adolf Eichmann essentially ran a meeting where they came oh up Oh my with goodness, the, of course I've seen this. Yeah, the final yes, solution. Yes, yes, For yes, yes. Who hasn't seen Stanley this, Tucci's in yes, it. Yes, he plays Adolf uh, Eichmann. The guy, the guy who's in the... Uh, is, is in all those British movies. Yes. Um, yeah, he was in uh, he was in the uh, the 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 Kingsman. Yes. Um, yeah, that guy. Now Colin Colin Firth. All right, yes, yes, Colin yes, Firth, yes. I know what you, all right, now I know. Movies. Great movie, by the way. Yes. You all need to go watch this movie because essentially it is how systemic and systematic, because the two are different words, systemic and systematic evil takes hold. Um, and how good men can be manipulated into doing incredibly horrible things and also um, i mean what, what what also happened in in germany was good people decided not to say anything exactly well no you no know? but jerry then that's part of the point in this movie is that there are three or four participants in the vance conference who are very much opposed to what's happening on a whole host of levels and yet they were bullied into into silence into their into their um uh, accession with what was happening here so I urge you all to go and to go and watch that. So Jerry, uh, is it going to be Jordan? Is it going to be somebody else? I think it's going to be someone else. I think it's going to be someone else as well. But 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 I don't care. I I, I really I just I find the whole thing. Um, give McHenry as the a, the gavel and bring run, me a love and back. Yeah, let love. And lead. also, uh, I think the house not meeting uh, for a couple of weeks is nothing but good. Yes, it, 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 you know, listen, except we gotta, we've got to deal with, we've got to deal with getting money to Israel in this. Oh, oh, by the way, guys, as we've talked about this, this is, and I, I meant to bring this up, we are potentially on the precipice of another world war. I mean, you know, we've got Central Europe, we've got the Middle East. All China has to do is want to start some stuff in Taiwan while our, well, while our backs are turned. And- all right. So I'm, I'm going to say this now since you said that. Yeah. Um, the most, influential book that i ever read outside of you know um was the 13th the greatest of all no centuries. no you know outside of me, i you know I, I read scripture i um i love the tender bar um great book uh the federal's papers you know you know the i, I love history books but there is a uh there's a book by chuck colson it's old it's like from yes. 1987 called kingdoms in conflict it's a non-fiction book uh, that deals with uh, the the philosophy of of collectivism and Marxism and and how the Marxists uh, are impacting 
uh, world politics and U.S. politics. It's it's brilliant. It's dated now because you read it and and all the references are sure. are are Reagan and and the eighties that sort of thing. But it's still a, a remarkable read. But the book opens with a, a short story about a fictional president uh, and uh, and war in Israel, uh, either Hamas or some some jihadi group uh, is is you know warring in Israel. Uh, and uh, and there's a, there the, uh, Israel I think uh, uh, goes to take over the dome, yeah, the dome of the rock. Oh yeah. And again, for my Christian friends and even you know Orthodox Catholics, you know one of the uh, signs of uh, the end end of days is is the is a, a, a reclamation of the dome, yeah, of the Jews reclaiming the Temple Mount. That is in the scripture. It's you know it's about the now you know it's coming, the tribulation and the uh, and and the, uh, the the world the end the end the the, the tribulation and and the battle of good and evil, uh, and I've I've thought through all of this because I kind of think that if I were Netanyahu I would go and take the dome, yeah I take it, but then again but in in this book, this president is a Christian president. And there is intelligence reports, and he can stop it, or he can make the attempt to stop it. Yeah. And so the whole book is about what he should do. Is he a is he a citizen of the kingdom of God, or a citizen of the kingdom of man? Because you know, as a Christian, he's like, well, this is this is in this is how history unwinds. And if I send troops there, it's it's going to be ill fated. They'll die because. According to the scriptures, they're going to take the dome anyway. Yeah, they're going to take the temple, the temple mount anyway. My point is, is that I've talked to a lot of Christian friends of mine, even at uh, my daughter's uh, uh, national honor society induction. Uh, I, 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 people ask me all the time, hey, Jerry, how you doing? And my response uh, is, is I'm blessed. And I usually say, because my uncle Pat used to say this, I say something like, um, I'm doing so, I'm doing so, so well. I'm going to be raptured any second. You know, the rapture is another yeah. uh, another term in, in, or not a term, but a, 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 a this idea of rapture in, in the, the the great the great uh, 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 the great gathering in, in, in yes. what is called in, in in scripture. Anyway, I said that on this evening, and people were like, "Oh my goodness, Jerry, are you thinking about that too?" My point is, is that yes, we are on the on the edge of World War Three. And there are a lot of people thinking and praying about this. And I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Yep, absolutely. I, 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 we are we are here as well. Jerry, you are back on that was, that was a long That was a long story. I apologize. That was fine. No, no, no. It was good. So you are recording new episodes of your new podcast uh, tomorrow, as am I. Yep, tomorrow. And I also I have three that are still in the can that need to be released. In fact, one is probably going up today, I would think. Yeah, I think your uh, shows are releasing on Wednesdays. All right, uh, 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 your friend and my friend from the uh, Chamber of Commerce. Yep, Tom Sullivan. I'm seeing Tom him Sullivan. That's that's the next one that's coming out. That'll be um, good. Go to my. I, I haven't seen my podcasts up yet at the um, audio venues. Yes, I. It, it is up at YouTube, and, and my lots show of hits, lots of viewers, Jerry. And my, but my show also hasn't been like if you go to the Federal Newswire website. You click on podcasts. The Federal News Hour lunch hour is there. 
the China desk is there, but my show is not is right, well, not we'll, yet, we'll, yet we'll, there. We'll see if it's happening, but it's up, it's up there. You're but on if you want to find my show right now, go to go to Federal Newswire, go to the Federal Newswire YouTube channel, and my show is there. But also Andrew's show uh, with uh, with um, Bob Terrell. Bob Terrell is fantastic. I'm going to post you. that at Real Clear Policy the Thank next you. time I the next time I do a podcast um, update. I'm going to I'm going to include that. Nice. It's a, it's a really good conversation. Thank you. We had we had fun with that one. Uh, I'm back in on Monday for Tony Katz on WIBC. Cool. So that'll be fun uh, there as well. Jerry, you're on on Sunday. If it's Sundays, it it's must be Sunday. Jerry. It's Sunday. WBAL. Right WBAL to seven a.m. To, to ten a.m. Good luck with that, Jerry. What do you want people to do? Uh, find the truth. Plant your feet. Stand firm. Uh, I, I I pray for peace and victory in Israel. Yeah. God God bless uh, Jerry. God bless everybody in Israel. Listen, I always say, stay safe. Uh, never more important than it is now. So please stay safe. Um, um, have a great week, everybody. Yep.